You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your host, Armand. You can follow me on Twitter at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. ClockRadioSpeakers.com is powered by the good folks at Tumblr. From there, you can access us on iTunes. Please vote, rate, comment. Please vote, rate, and comment. That'd be really cool if you did that. Um, we also, we're also on SoundCloud. Subscribe to us there. Follow us there. Twitter at CRS Podcast. Facebook, Facebook.com slash ClockRadioSpeakers. And as always, every Sunday night from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. and then replay from noon to 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, the Pulse Radio, Clock Radio Speakers Mix Show at thepulse-radio.com. And of course, Clock Radio Speakers isn't Clock Radio Speakers without my man Doc. What's going on, sir? Doing pretty good. Uh, fresh off marching in the Yukon Victory Parade, no joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you? How did you? How did you pull that off? Is it because you're an alumni? Or what? you know, uh, one of my one of my college friends, he uh, works for the alumni association. Hits me up on Friday. He's like, "Hey, you want to march in the parade?" And I'm like, "Uh, sure." <laughs> oh, don't do that. You're a huge mark for UConn, so you were probably like, "Yeah." You probably like, not nah, you know, it was cartwheels and stuff. Nah, it was weird, man. It was. Re- it's really unusual to be walking in a parade where there's like two hundred thousand people in Hartford. So to give that some comparison, Hartford has a little bit more than a hundred thousand people who live in it normally. There's a lot of people downtown and you're walking through and they're like cheering and there's like the, the first of all there's so many people in the parade it's ridiculous it's not just the players there's like like we were behind the band we were in front of like the alumni cheerleaders like there was just so much going on but um Wait, who are the alumni cheerleaders are those just like older cheerleaders that's right who that's right <laughs> ah so many jokes every year for homecoming they have the alumni cheerleaders come out and do a thing with the regular cheerleaders it's hilarious oh man now how old are these alumni cheerleaders are they are they older older like no we're not talking they graduated in like oh three oh four we're talking like late 70s ah (laughs) all right but no, it's really weird. You're, you're walking through and people are just cheering and clapping and there's Yukon chants going on. And you're like, at first you're just like, this is completely surreal. You yeah. feel like you don't believe. You feel like, no, don't, don't cheer. I didn't do anything. Yeah, you're, you're a pretty modest guy. So I, I, can see you, I can see you feeling like that. Meanwhile, my wife is next to me. She's got the pom-pom and she's going crazy and she's all excited. And I'm like, I mean, this is, this is, it was an experience like that. As that was, you know, before when, when I asked her if she wanted to do it, you know, we kind of looked at each other. We do this thing where we're just like, yeah, it's an experience. Like, that's kind of how we look at it, right? Sure. Yep. So, I mean, how many times do you get to say you march in a parade? I don't Absolutely. know. So, it was weird, but yeah, it's cool. That's what's up. But uh, aside from that, uh, everybody can follow me on Twitter at Doc underscore Beats S not a Z. Uh, Armand, what did you play on the radio this past weekend? I uh, replayed the Biggie episode because I was on my little fake tour this weekend and I had no time to put a show together. You were in these streets. I was in these streets. I ended up doing, it was supposed to be three shows, ended up doing four and had to turn down a fifth. This weekend was bananas, but I appreciate, um, I appreciate, uh, shout out to JG at the Nest who had me. That was a great show. Um, definitely appreciate Zero Star and DJ Paz for having me at Carabar. That was an amazing show. Um, they walk in contradiction for the first time. It went over very, very well. That second verse, man. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Second verse, it just, yeah, it does something to people. Uh, I, d- I did it. I was all like dramatic. I put the mic on the stand and just didn't move and just kind of like grabbed it and leaned in as I was saying stuff. It was dope. And then uh, shout out to Oakley uh, First Gospel or I'm sorry, Oakley. Yeah. Oakley First Gospel Baptist Church. I don't know. These churches and their names. Um, shout out to Oakley <laughs> for having me as well um, for their uh, Art for God uh, event. Had a great time there. And then last minute, shout out to Yavis for having me at, at New Birth. Uh, me and Barbara Fant sort of did an impromptu performance there yesterday. So really good weekend, man. Really good weekend. I am definitely tired. Um, blessing in disguise. I caught a flat tire this morning and then... On the way to the shop to get it fixed, it ripped. Mm. So I couldn't even make it there. So I've been home since 11 o'clock. But th- I was going to take tomorrow off and rest. So today has pretty much been my rest day. So all good. So all what's, good, uh, good. what's new with you, man? What's going on? Aside uh, from flat tires and shows, anything anything going on in the world of uh, – why are we here today? What are we talking about? Well, um, Actually, there's a lot, man. Um, Coachella was this weekend. Coachella was this weekend. Yeah, uh, the, the return, part, the return of Outcast. The return of Outcast. Uh, Nas performed Illmatic in its entirety, and then we also had an, an hour long Pharrell set. Not not just you know not just regular Pharrell, but you know Pharrell is like the guy, and that's right. sort of an understatement right now. This is this is Pharrell, who's hey, I'm pop star Pharrell now. Absolutely. Um, absolutely so you know figure that's that's something that we need to talk about in in correlation with the uh the school of roses episode that is also dropping this week that, that's correct i'm assuming you want to talk about your man asap ferg i know how much you love that album no 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 <laughs> no 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 <laughs> no um i mean i skimmed through the performance um you know they had a lot of great they had some great energy good i'll, um, I'll give them credit good energy um uh, considering you know, there's a whole crew. There was a somewhat of a minimum of of uh, crowding of the stage. I could have. Yeah, there, there was a serious. Yeah. I could have really seen a scenario where there was like 40 other guys on stage. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That that, that is to their credit as well. Um, but you I, love, know, I love how low the bar is. It's like, well, he didn't have too many guys on stage. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> sort of. An, I mean, that's sort of an art. Those are those are performance things that a lot of people don't really take into consideration. They're just like, hey, you know, I want my family and my people to share in this moment with me and it can end up taking away from taking away from it. So, you know, the fact that I think the fact that ASAP, the ASAP mob has been able to like really, you know, as they say, stick to their plan and, you know, really seemingly treat it as a unit, a Wu-Tang-esque unit that we haven't seen and seen done successfully in a long time because we've seen units, everything from disturbing the peace, St. Lunatics, et cetera, et cetera, where, you know, the second guy doesn't always hit, you know, I mean, even though Murphy Lee had, had a little run, no, no Murphy Lee slander. What the hook going to be? Um, Oh, <laughs> but more often than not, you, I don't think anybody expect expected Ferg to do what he did in 2013. And now the question turns to Rocky, like, yo, what are you doing? I think you'll be okay. I, I suspect this might be a TDE like situation. And not to say that ASAP's going to drop the equivalent of good kid, but remember we had Section Eighty, and then yeah. Schoolboy had Habits and Contradictions, which had people buzzing, and people were like, "Kendrick who? Not really, but you know there was sort of a uh uh maybe 
you know, maybe a little competent, but then, you know, Kendra came through and crushed the buildings. I, you know, I, we, we, we did episodes both on ASAP's on, I shouldn't say ASAP's on Rocky's and on Ferg's albums. Yeah. Um, I like Rocky's more than you, but we both liked it way more than Ferg's. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ferg's um, album was terrible. And Rock, Rocky's album was, was, was okay. Had a couple of joints on it, but you liked it. I think it was on your top 10, right? Good. It's a very good album. Um, but I'm, I'm a big ASAP Rocky fan, but, um, I, re- I know I just caused like five people to turn the podcast off. They're like, nope, that's it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think they know by now. <clears throat> but um, yeah, and if not, welcome. You know, stay around. It's going to get better. No, um, but uh, you know, there's a lot of people who are, I don't want to say because it's trendy, but you know, they, they kind of want to be like, hey, maybe Ferg's that, that guy in the crew. But no, I- I'm assuming we'll get an ASAP Rocky album this year, probably later. So um, so he-, he premiered a new song. It's hard, you know. It's really hard when you listen to a, a a rap song being premiered live at a at a not just at a concert but at a festival for the first time. And and it's I think, hard and, to get a feel for that record. And I want to get into that, especially when we talk about the Outcast set. Like, is that even necessary? Mm. Especially, I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. Well, let, let's let's get into Coachella, and then when we get to that bridge, let's let's go ahead and cross that. So, well, I was gonna say, I think a really interesting example of a way that can work is when. Jock and Jay Z was performed for the first time, right? But that, you know, then you're talking, you know, Jay and Kanye, very, very disciplined stage, very, very experienced stage performers. Exactly. Yes. In Madison Square Garden, not outdoors, yes. where it's totally different. Yes. In an arena. Yes. In New York City. Yes. That's a, there are certain cases where it might work. I agree with that. I mean, eight, again, H to the Izzo, BET Awards, Takeover. Jay, Jay's, pre, Jay's pretty good at that. Right. Jay has a history of, you know, doing new records. And I believe Kanye as well, right? Has it Kanye pre- performed a few records live for the first time? And Well, he does. I mean, I don't know. I think he's a really good example of how, like, he did some, what, like Governor's Ball. He did some of the Yeezus records for the, for the first time, right? And yeah, he did do um, uh, On Sight and uh, I believe Black Skinhead and New Slaves. And yet, they don't, I don't know, I don't think that those really carried over. I think certain records you can premiere live and certain ones you can't. Um, I, agree with, I agree with that. I don't know if it's something as bold as those Jesus records were. Right, but whereas if he would have premiered, say, Can't Tell Me Nothing live, right. and not just because it's a great record, but because it's, as Kanye puts it, a stadium record. Right. Right. I agree with that. I agree um, with that. As opposed to, you know, some of the ASAP Rocky song was, you know, I don't know if that was the smartest song to, to, to premiere, as well as the future song, which was actually ended up being hilarious. Um, hilarious who, we t- who, who are we talking about first? Let's, let's just let's jump right into Outcast. Let's just go right. sequentially. So let's let's go straight into Outcast because they were the opening. Um, yeah, Friday night. Yeah, the opening. What What's the word I'm looking for? Opening. Uh, not act, but but the opening final act, the opening right, right. starring they, act, or whatever. Right, they 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 had they were the last headliner on the first headlining night. the opening headlining act. There we go, walking contradiction. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I actually I had gotten home from my show at about one thirty in the morning, and then was like, oh, uh, they're performing in 30 minutes. So let me, you know, shout out to Chromecast. I was able to watch the show fr- uh, on my flat screen, which was amazing. It really, it really was Couchella. Um, and this guy, have you heard this guy, Girl Talk? Yeah. Man. You're not familiar with Girl Talk? 
Nah. <laughs> I am now. How do you feel about girl talk? Um, uh, as a guy who grew up on yeah. hip hop blends and R&B blend tapes, some of his mixes, I will say were very bold and oh, daring. Oh, he's and, got a whole history of that. And but it was like some of I mean, god, you 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 blend OG Bobby Johnson with David David Bowie under pressure. Like, and for those of you who don't know what David Bowie under pressure is, it's the sample from Ice Ice Baby. So imagine, word on the street, I'm a suspect. Dun, 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 dun. It was just so weird. And it was these awkward white people on stage. Everybody was dancing. Lights were everywhere. Streamers and confetti and smoke. And then Juicy J would come out and he rapped bands and make a dance to PYT. It was, it was just a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. That's the girl talk experience. I mean... I guess so. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's a, a really great girl talk like blend that you should hear. And I, his earlier stuff really got really well known because, you know, so it's kind of weird. You know, he's he's known for something completely different now. But, you know, Danger Mouse, the Grey album sort of became that that cause online of people defending sampling. And it was like, oh, this is how sampling can be an art form, right? Yeah. And yeah. Girl Talk sort of like a probably like three or four years later kind of picked up that mantle and a lot of like blogs like Pitchfork or wannabe Pitchfork blogs really picked up on that and it became like, a, oh, here's this new thing. And, and it became this interesting concept of here's a guy who was selling out tours but yet could never release an album on iTunes. And so mm-hmm. it became kind of this interesting thing that people talked about. I mean, you know, it's... um. That is interesting. So, it what does the, he do? Does he put does he put stuff out on SoundCloud? Like, what is? How does he put his mixes out? Like, he just, just. I mean, they go up online. I mean, I'm I'm sure now they're on SoundCloud. Um, but the, you know, he's he even predates SoundCloud, right? So, I don't know. yeah, he does. He, <laughs> yes, he predates SoundCloud. So, um, I, I admit I'm not a girl talk fan. He did just put out a, an EP with uh, Freeway, <laughs> and it sounds nothing like it's actual like him doing hip hop music. Okay. Okay, but um, but yeah. So girl, you know, girl talk was before Outcast. He was before Outcast. He went about ten to fifteen minutes over time, um, because Outcast was supposed to go on at two oh five. They didn't go on until two thirty. That two thirty was the original time, but then they changed it. Oh, well, all right then. Um. So um. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find the. Uh, what do you need? The set, set list. The I, set got, list I got him right here. Hold on. I'm sure you do. Let me. This is this is captivating audio for the listeners. I'm I'm sending him an IM via Skype. I got um, it. All right, I cool. Got Twenty six tracks. Yeah. That's a pretty ambitious. Hey, we haven't performed in over a decade. Yeah. Let's do twenty six tracks. I'm gonna keep it real with you. Uh-huh. Watching watching this live and being a big Outcast uh, fan, they could have did more. This set was absolutely missing some records, and there were very few lulls in this concert. Watching it live, mm. I mm. think there's a, there's a difference in watching it live and almost experiencing it live as opposed to the majority of the people who woke up in the morning and then watched it and then kind of saw some of the 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 the, the final or the quote unquote backlash or whatever, um, they could have went a whole lot deeper. I really feel like that set could have been at least two hours 
easily. They're not ready for that yet. They're not ready for they that. They are really far away from that right now. Well, Andre's not ready for that. He is nowhere ready for that. Um, I wonder if part of the reason why they had a little big boy solo and Andre solo back and forth sequence was honestly to give Andre time to like get, you know, relax in the middle get, of it. I mean, get his, get his window. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, to- totally. And that, then on top of that, you know, those, these love below records have never been performed and we'll, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get, we'll get to it. Are we, are we going track by track for the set list? Nah, we're not going track by track. But let me say it opens up really strong. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. perform like so. I'm gonna say this: the choice of songs. Open now. Some of the actual performing. Oof. Yikes. Again, this is why. I, this is one of the reasons why I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it, it was terrible. It's been ten years, so you've got chemistry issues. You've got wind issues. Like you know, Andre was just sucking wind. You know, halfway into freaking gasoline dream second song is already like you know huff huffing and puffing um you know timing issues there's just so many little things in the show that they but fortunately again my i'm gonna keep going back to this they're they're on tour you know so they're gonna have times go ahead they're gonna get better assuming that they even finish the tour i think i think they'll finish the tour they they cannot andre does not want to be there that was Andre, obvious, right? Andre, he looks what, so out of sorts. Andre was upset because he thought that the Coachella crowd was going to respond to certain records that they did not, and he didn't take into he didn't take into consideration two things: one, a Coachella crowd is not necessarily an outcast crowd, right? And uh, two, I lost my train of thought and I forgot the second thing. I was well, but say. here's the problem: they're not doing a forty city tour. Uh, that's called Outcast with a couple festival appearances. They're doing exactly. a forty festival tour. They are almost all going to be like this. Mm. Oh, oh! The other thing I was gonna dang it, I lost it again. <laughs> ah, that sucks. Uh, keep going. All right. Oh, I love that they did Gasoline Dreams because I love that record. I love this, they did Scoot on the Barbie. Oh, Scoot on the Barbie rang off so hard. I love they did Auto Storytelling Part One. This whole, like, the, the whole first, opening sequence. The whole opening sequence is amazing. Oh, I flipped my table over like Mr. Darnell and lean on me when Spodiote Dopalicious came on. The horns, and, I know. And, and Sleepy came out with the, um, with the, uh, with the silk bathrobe. Well, that, was am- that was amazing. It, it, I'll tell you, if Sleepy wouldn't have been there, the first question that people would have had is, is something wrong? Absolutely. Um, I'm, yeah. It, now... You know, look, I like big boy solo records, most of them. I, I don't know if we needed Shutterbug. I, I don't know uh, if we needed the Janelle Monet cover. Mm. Yeah, Janelle Monet came out and everybody, was, she got crickets, primarily because Jan- Janelle Monet is always on television performing somewhere. And that's not a discredit to her because as an artist, you absolutely want to do that. But it's just like, oh, there's Janelle Monet again. A lot of people don't even know the Janelle Monet and Outcast connection because she's been working with them since God, Stankonia. And so, tell me how you felt about these Andre Three Thousand solo songs. I know, um, I know, Prototype. You, 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 you had a little moment. Well, I liked, I liked his whole, um, 
I like this whole Love Below set except Behold a Lady. I think when he did Behold a Lady, like that was not the best song off of that album to perform. He could have did a, a few other ones. He could have did, God, he could have did Happy Valentine's Day. He could have did Spread. He could have just cut the song. Spread would have been incredible. Yeah, he could have did Spread. But, you know, I like, you know, opening up with Vibrate, you know, bringing it back down because Kryptonite, you know, right, such right. a such a strong record, bringing it back down for Vibrate, building up the She Lives in My Lap prototype, and then going into Spread and then Roses. That, that, that's dope to me. Do that. Sure. And you know, you know what else they should have done? What's that? Asher out there. Oh, my God. Whoa. It was so awkward. Now, there, now. No, Hey Ya was awkward, but yes, Future was we'll awkward. Get there. I know. Hey <laughs> <laughs> we'll Ya. Future, okay, for those of you who don't know, I believe Future is Rico Wade's nephew or what? cousin or something like that. So he has Dungeon Family affiliations. Hence why Future came out. I hear you typing. Yeah. Cousins. So, okay, so they're cousins. And Future worked on some Dungeon Family stuff a long time ago um, on the low. So there's the Dungeon Family connection. But, you know, even though, you know, same time, ain't no way around it. And then, you know, the fact that he has, Andre has a song with Future on his new album. The first time I hear Outkast in 10 years, I don't want Future anywhere near. I don't want anybody who isn't like legitimately 100% core Dungeon family affiliated. I don't want them on that stage. Where's Big Rube? Where's Goody Mob? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need Future. Have Goody Mob come out and do Black Ice. Right. You know, have have Big Rube do the do the poem for 13th floor and 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 do that or something. But you know, Future just. It, it, it didn't register well. And one of the funniest moments was halfway through Andre 3000's verse on the new record, he just stops the song. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not doing this. Tell him when your album comes out and get off the stage. <laughs> that was amazing. Right. So I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah. And, you know, it, what, they, what they ended up closing with, you know, they did Elevators, which is great. Um, they no- did the remix. You're right, the, the OMP, right? The, yeah, the OMP remix, yep. Um, I mean, Miss Jackson, So Fresh, So Clean, Way You Move, Hey, uh, like, they got hits. I mean, they had to close with the hits, right? Sure, sure, sure. Um, I'm, not mad at th- I'm not mad at that closing. I'm not mad at that at all. Um, what, what, what was going on with Hey, uh? Um, I've heard that Andre hates the song, similar to Emin- how Eminem feels about My Name Is, where, you know, it's, it's your most popular song, so everywhere you go, and especially as an artist, man, like, I know that Eminem and Andre, they kind of have the similar thing that a lot of artists have, a lot of great artists have, where they put out incredible work that they really want people to grasp along with. Like, you know, hey, Andre, I really loved your verse on Mainstream, or I re- my favorite song from you was The Day in the Life of Andre Benjamin. You know, dig deep. Um, or Eminem, I really loved, um, I don't know. Something off Infinite, or he probably hates Infinite, but I don't know. I love something off the Eminem show, like, you know, Say Goodbye to Hollywood is my favorite Eminem song. That's nobody's like that. favorite. Yeah, uh, no. Hold on. I'm just using it as an I example, know. as an album cut to make the right, artist perk right, up. Right, right. But if you say, hey, my favorite song of yours is the biggest, most poppiest non-song that doesn't sound like anything that you already do, um, I think between the crowd, Andre not, you know, realizing it. Oh, and that was the other thing I was going to say. I got it. 
that Coachella crowd was on its feet for, you know, eight hours. It's a festival. Right. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure they were a little tired. Um, so you've got that. You've already got, you know, people have said that Andre's kind of insecure. He's reading the crowd wrong. He's taking it personal that they're not responding in the way that he thinks that they're responding. And that's the worst thing that you can do as an artist um, is not move the crowd as MC stands for, but have the crowd move you. And that's what happened. Andre got rattled. He let he let the his perceived idea of how the crowd was responding to them affect him. And by the time Hey Ya came on, that one, two, three was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three. Dun. And and I think they messed up the um the transition from so fresh, so clean into the way you move, right? Didn't they? Maybe. Because they you know, there was um um you know they were going over they were going over time because they were supposed to end with the whole world, right? And Which would have been a weird move, by the way. Now, question: Yeah, is the whole world their outcast biggest song, or is that no? Oh, no, that's Miss Jackson. That's Miss Jackson. Um, they they did have a greatest hits album in two thousand one, and whole and world the was the single song. off of that it. That was the single, but that was a big record, right? It was. Good size, but it's not nowhere near as big as like say. Yeah, I mean it got. It was a, it was a top twenty hit on the Hot 100. Okay. So it was it was a hit, but, you know. Yeah, I I could see you. I could see that being after Elevators or or instead of Hootie Who, I think they could have put Hootie Who at the beginning, like in that opening set. Right. If you're just gonna go with hits. Players ball. Right. I mean, I'm looking at the greatest hits album right now. Yeah. What's, the, the, what's cover, the cover, the cover, the cover to which is incredible, by the way. Uh, is that the big boy has on the a just oversized Outcast T-shirt with the O with the wings? Oh, when they had their clothing line. Yeah. Oh man. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah th- and that's what I'm saying. They missed so they missed a lot of records. Yeah, they did. I I would have loved for them to open up. What did they open up with again? Okay, I'm B-O-B. glad they opened up with B.O.B. Right. That was a great opener. Although, for Andre's wind, I don't know if that was a smart opener. Um, right. I would have liked, liked to see, you know, Return of the Gangster. Um, God, I mean, oh, there's just so many records. That they, again, no Players Ball, no Southern Playlist to Cadillac Music. Like, they were missing a good four, five, six records. Well, you know, you got to make room for three future records. <sighs> and then this is why I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, because since they're going on this 40 city tour, I believe that they're going to, you know, they're going to tighten up. Um, you know, it just so happens that this was kind of like their their practice run. You know, it was just in front of the whole world, because I, I don't know if any of the other tours are going to be you know streamed live on youtube like this like coachella which is one of if not the biggest festival in america um you know so i think they're going to tighten up they're going to see what they did wrong plug in the holes future's definitely not going to be with them everywhere they go i think that in certain cities they're going to be able to bring out certain people and right like you you know know, when they go to governor's go to governor's ball raekwon's almost certainly going to come out for um sure on the barbie sure Maybe you know, maybe even get Jay for for flip flop rock because you know we all. We you all know, hear that. <laughs> I don't. You know what? I, I Saturday morning after hearing that, I I went through and and I don't know why I don't have an Outcast Spotify playlist, but 
I don't hate that song as much no. as it's not. You think Jay Z and Outkast, and you think a certain quality of music that would transpire. It's not a great record for Jay Z and Outkast, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's cool. Um, but you know, maybe they, you know, I mean, you know, maybe maybe bring out Slick Rick for the artist storytelling like remix. Storytelling, and then he, maybe and then they, they could go right into street talking. Street talking. Yep. Yeah, they'll have they'll have options. Yeah, they'll, they'll have options. They'll tighten it up. They'll get it together. And, you know, I say, you know, by the time June rolls around, because that's that that reminded me of Glow in the Dark as well. How so? Because I went to Glow in the Dark opening night. And? And as I saw the tour progress, followed it on, I believe it was Rap Radar. No, it's Rap Radar, Two Dope Boys. You know, this is pre-Twitter. So these are blogs. You know, Kanye would switch things around. You know, NERD would even switch things around right. during their set and, you know, just tighten up as they got to different cities that you, you gauge the crowd, you see what works, what doesn't work. You know, maybe we didn't have to do this whole song. Maybe we could cut the third verse here. You know, let's do this here. Let's do this there. And, and it, it'll work out, man. I, I, I'm a little worried for Andre, but I, I, think, I think he'll make it. This, um, I don't want to overreact, but I'm going to. Um, I, <laughs> It certainly makes it abundantly clear why Outcast has not had anything come out until now. And why is that? They're not in the same place. Not at all. Um, Andre really just wants to go away and do whatever he wants. Yep. And Big Boy wants to be a star. He wants to rap. And he wants I'm to rap. Sh- and I'm sure those. And I'm sure those those zeros behind those checks having to turn those down because Andre doesn't want to do them is, you know. This is frustrating. It's like, hey, Doc, you know, let's let's do clock radio speakers. We're gonna make twenty grand an episode, and you're like, nah, I just want to march in parades. After about the tenth check that I turned down, I'm gonna be upset. Like, yo, you know, I I I can have six figures by now if I did this podcast with you, but you want to go and you know do parades, and I gotta let you do it because you're my friend. But at the same time, like, duh, I got mouths to feed, bills to pay. And I, I want to know what, what, what made Andre say yes this time. 20 years. They're not make, I'm surprised they're not making a bigger deal that it's 20 years. I would, new song? What do you mean? I mean, do, do you do a new song for the 20-year 20, 20 anniversary? They're not in the right place right now. I don't know. I'm, I am a little surprised that they didn't, you know, the fact that we're not hearing, like, when Andre gets interested again, you start hearing him rhyming over whatever's hot. We're not even getting True. that. I don't know what's going on. I mean, from a nostalgic point of view, it was great to see it. But, you know, on the other hand, there's probably, there's a, there's a good amount of people who paid a lot of money really to go to Coachella just to see those guys. Sure. And I'm telling, like, nostalgia aside... It looked like they barely practiced. Mm. That's tough. You know? But, um, you know, it's, inter- it's interesting. It's, it's a performance. So they, I would be, you know, they're not going to go through the next 39 festival performances performing like that. So either they're going to really tighten up or it's going to be a train wreck. Hmm. There, you know, you can't at the the stage where they're at. You can't just keep going like that, right? You know, either Andre's gonna get more comfortable, or he's just gonna say, "I ah, forget it." 
Yeah. When's their next show? Don't they have another Coachella show next weekend? They got another Coachella show next weekend. Okay. So, we'll We'll see. see. Um, Is that one going to be streamed too? uh, I don't know. That's a good question. That's interesting, right? Because you wonder for the second weekend, are they going to get all those same guests for some of these people? I, I would say no. Yeah. Yeah, I would say no. That's tough. I mean, maybe you get a whole new round of guests, right? Like, like Pharrell had a lot of guests. He did. I mean, but you know, some songs, like he has so many hits with people. He could slide in, you know, he could, you know, slide out, dip low, slide in, like get mystical. Mm-hmm. Do your whole little run with mystical for two songs. Get out. Like, I mean, he's got options, right? Maybe yep. get Daft Punk out there to do the Daft Punk songs. Not that they do anything, but I mean, you know yeah, what I mean. I'm, I'm sure Mystical's available. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I mean, but that would be kind of dope, you know, have Mystical come out and do Shake It Fast. And of course, Danger. No. Yes. Oh, no, I, don't wanna, I don't want to hear any Danger slander. Uh, I thought you were going to say, um, uh, back, what was it? Back Up, back against, up the against the Wall. Bouncing Back. That was the name of it, Bouncing yeah. Back. Mm, danger, though. Come on. Nivea is probably available too. Who? Anyway, would you no, think? No, I of- didn't hear. No, I really didn't hear what you said. What'd you say? Nivea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, she did the hook. Like, <laughs> Nivea, did Nivea, could Nivea afford a Pharrell? Uh, I'm sure she. I'm sure she has one. Every get get, get, get some get, get Vanessa, Vanessa Marquez out there. Now that will receive no slander from me. I will be there front row. Oh, only if he shoves Vanessa aside and say, let me sing this the right way. Right. <laughs> and she could just go back to playing on her phone. <laughs> That'd be and, hilarious if they just would, reenacted that YouTube video. That would be hilarious. Would you think of like, Pharrell set? Um, as a Pharrell nerd, it was okay. Yeah. His, fal- his falsetto could, live is not good. Yeah, and you know, by the end of it, the dust, the wind, you know, uh, got in the story, wasn't able, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, I mean, but you don't go, I'm not going to a Pharrell concert to hear Pitch Perfect. I'm going to hear records. Yeah, but I mean, it was pretty bad. And it was, listen, I went, you know, I, when, I, when I first started going to Mayor Hawthorne concerts, before he learned how to sing, because you can improve as a singer, right? Um, right. his falsetto it was pitchy but that was part of the appeal right I, we didn't even I mean it it felt strained like he had been you know maybe partying for a week before he came out there or something like I, it, the, vo- the vocal the falsetto was rough but that aside you thought it was okay yeah it, it was cool I, I just would have you know as a Pharrell Stan, there's so many other records that he he could have did, but he it was a standard, you know. Got to perform the album. Obviously, "Come Get It, Babe" was the next single, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I mean, "Come Get It, Babe" did all right. "Hunter" nobody cared about. Um, and it's, those records. It it was weird for him to do the Justin Timberlake record without Justin. I don't know if that was necessary. Right. right. I mean, so there's a good example of like for the next weekend. If you can get Justin to do the cameo, then you go right into like say like I love you or something, which would like cause I'm, you to completely nerd out. Oh come on, I'm moving. I'm moving furniture. <laughs> you're, and you're, I'm dancing. Oh, I'm you're, dancing. You're, you're booking. You're booking plane tickets just on the, on the mere possibility that might happen. No, um, I had bread like that. 
What did you do? It was really interesting when Nelly came out. Because the crowd went crazy. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. did. Dude, Nelly, Nelly, Nelly can do what we've been saying other right now. Nelly can do a greatest hits tour and do all right. It'd be funny if they tried to do like a an STL little tour, you know, get, I'm sure, you know, Murphy could pop up, maybe, you no, know, no Chingy, you want some Chingy? go ahead and shut that down. You don't no, want Chingy? Chingy? No, Chingy's on Instagram talking about the Illuminati and triangles and stuff. Oh, no. Yeah, he's he's done. Oh, I'm sure Jaquan's available. Uh, <laughs> Huey, pop, lock, and drop it. I'm sure he's available. I don't want to hear any pop, lock, and drop, drop it uh, slander. I love that beat. <sighs> Are you serious? <laughs> I really, I've always loved that beat. I was going to say no hood hop slander, but pop, really? Hood hop is overrated. Here you go. <laughs> it, it's no tipsy. <laughs> are, are you, wait, are you serious? Tipsy's way better than hood hop. Yeah, you're bugging. Oh, come Tipsy's on. A, it's a better song. It's but a, it's a not better, better beat. beat. Oh, it's a better beat. Nah, you bugging. You bugging those drums. Those drums are amazing. Uh, anyway, no. You oh, know, somebody, somebody said somebody on Twitter during Pharrell's set was like, "You need to bring out family for rock and roll." Mm. I mean, like five people in the world, including myself, would nerd out. Right. Yo, rock and roll. Yeah, like nobody would bring out Roscoe P. Chain. Oh, you could do it's hot. <laughs> Love that record. <laughs> Which one, the skills? Which one, the skills version or no, the clips version? No, 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 the clips version. Because, oh, by the way, where's Pusha? Yeah, where's Pusha? They could have done. A, well, can't do all the clips. You can't do clips records, but you know. Yeah, I mean, he could at least do grinding, or when's the right. last time, or something like that. Just right. a verse, right? Um, but um, no, you know, back to Nelly. What I was gonna say is, I think part of it was the nostalgia. People were, were like, oh, yeah, I know this record. But I think part of that, too, was, hey, I know this record because I just heard Hunter, which is an album cut off of a Pharrell album that's doing good but not isn't exactly like, you know, it's not like he's doing album cuts like Outkast is doing album cuts off of double platinum records. Right. Yeah, right. and that was another thing about Outkast set was, you know, people there were, hey, yeah, where you move. Right. They didn't want to hear Equimini and Skew It on the Barbie and AT Aliens. And I mean, even Elevators didn't really get a. And Skew It on the Barbie was a single off a platinum album. Exactly. So, like, if Pharrell thinks that Hunter's going to work. Exactly. I mean, never mind that that song's just not very good anyway. But. Yeah. Um, so, I think part of it, too, is I don't know. Like, I, I know why Pharrell did what he did, but I'm going to be really interested. He's on tour, I think, with um, Allo Black and um, I think Bruno Mars is headlining. Yeah, yeah. Bruno, oh, Bruno Mars is headlining that tour? I believe so. Uh, why? Um, well, look at this set we just got from Pharrell. Now, what happens when he can't do a Coachella thing and have every special guest in the world drop by? How long, how long is Pharrell's set? He, he would have well, to Well, if do, he's the headliner. He'd have to do at least an hour, right? If you're, if you're a headliner, yeah, you got to do at least an hour. And if so, not 90 minutes. If yeah. not 90 minutes. And so now you're basically having an NERD show because he just doesn't have enough else to do at this point. That's just of his own. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, because, I mean, he, he obviously is refusing to acknowledge, you know, in my mind. So he can't do any of that stuff. Like, you know, he brought Gwen Stefani out for Holla Back Girl, which is the most awkward song of all time. Um, but, you know, now those are some drums. <laughs> 
Uh, no, it's not the it's not the beat. It's her rapping. It's just awkward. That's a. I hate to say the word, but that's a classic. Oh. Girls love that record. They do, but it's an awkward song. It's just awkward. Um, but they didn't, you know, they didn't stay and do. Can I have it like that? Like he's just refusing to acknowledge Snoop was there. You don't do that, girl. No, no. See, Jay was at Coachella. He couldn't bring out Jay for some records. Right, right, right. I, I mean, I don't know. Was Jay gonna do double duty? Because he already came out for Nas. Yeah, I can't. We gotta talk. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So, what did you like about Pharrell set? Um. I mean, he still has some records, man. Um. I'm trying to think off the off the, the the top of my head, some of those girl records sound really good live. Come get it, babe. Sounds good live. Yeah, um, I like I like I like that record anyway. Yeah, I I I didn't when we reviewed the album. It was it, it I didn't really like it too much, but it it's definitely growing on me between that and the and the NBA. I, I feel like it's funny. I feel like Miley's little time has sort of peaked in a, in a way. Yeah, I feel like the timing that record's off because if that record had come out when Miley was popping, that that would be that single could be huge right now. Yeah, I, I you know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know Miley's on tour, so maybe that's what's, you know, she's not really on the radio that much. I mean, she's not on the radio, but you know what I mean? She, yeah. She's not like out there. Um, yeah, I'm looking right now. Oh, I love, I loved fronting. Fr- uh, yeah. Again. The one that, what's that? Again, bring Jay out. Bring Jay out for that and then yeah. transition into. Um, I just want to love you. Or yeah, I just want to love you. They could have done, um, excuse me, Miss. Yeah. That's what that is. is fronting one of the greatest songs of all time? I love fronting. Yeah. Greatest songs of all time. That's a little much. Nah. No, it's not. We have to, Doc. We have to have classics in our in our generation too. I'm not saying that we don't. I'm just saying I don't know if Hunter's that record. I'm sorry, no, Hunter not, front, oh. front. I was like, wait, Hunter. Sorry, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the set list and it's right next I'm to it. Set list now. Um, let me see. You know, of course, I don't the, even know oh, Fronten's the best record on this set list. Um, <clears throat> yes, it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. I forgot to say during the Girl Talk set, Busta Rhymes, funniest is just now the, he used to be one of the best live performers. Now he is one of the funniest. Let's give him credit. Still a For ton what? of energy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pastor Caval said he's still, you know. However, the only thing I-, I think he's still eating like he was working out. And I think he just <laughs> stopped working out. Just stopped working out. Just the, the butter butters is just, <laughs> I forgot about the butter butters, man. <laughs> I forgot just how amazing those were. And I got a butter, 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 butter. I mean, it, and they <laughs> eat it up every time. Nobody calls him out and says, wait a minute. That's because, then, that's because young white people think of him as the butter, butter guy. Yeah, they do. They do. And Spliff Star has a mic on stage, says absolutely nothing, leaves, and I bet he made money. I bet he got paid. What am I doing with my life? <laughs> you and I need to take clock radio speakers on the road like Mike and Mike. You need to do some more butter, butters. Yeah, okay. Make me some bounce records. <laughs> made me some bounce bees. You have you've made me a couple. Yeah, they're okay. Not really my wheelhouse. Yeah, but you know, I, 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 okay. Well, I can make you. I could, I could force you to rap on that Chief Keefe record I did. And I gotta go. And I gotta get it. And I gotta do it. And I gotta. And I gotta. 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 That's not, even the, that's not even the best Snoop Dogg and Pharrell you, collab. You think it's Drop It Like It's Hot? 
No. What do I you mean, think that, that's probably number two. Uh, one is uh, Let's Get Blown. No. Yes. Oh, Let's Get Blown is, is really good, but it's not better than Beautiful. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> uh, so something here that's interesting right. is um, the end, as we were talking about with, with, uh, with uh, Outkast set, the end with the hits. So in the midst of blurred lines, get lucky and happy, you throw Marilyn Monroe in there. Yeah, I, li- I like Marilyn Ro- Monroe on the album, but I think, there's, gonna, a, I think there's a reason that opens. Like you've got the strings and, the, you know. Right, right, right. So do you think they're going to try and make this a thing? Because this is obviously, that's obviously the theme song to Girl because that's right. the, the theme of the album. Or it's, they- it's funny. I went and I, lis- I listened to the album today because, you know, it was like 70 degrees here in Connecticut. So I wanted to test my theory. Did it sound better in warm, in warm weather? Yeah. Um, does it? It does. But there's still too many skippable records. Like mm. a third of it, I, I'm just like, mm. like you know, Hunter, no, the Alicia Keys record, no, the last record, which I can't even remember, no, like you know, I'm just, I'm like next, 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 you know. Uh. And you know, the Timberlake record is cool, but it's not as great as we were hoping. Yeah, and you I, know, probably Mar- because the the you know, I don't know. And Marilyn Monroe, like the album version, is like six and a half minutes long. I'm like, all right, listen, clearly you were listening to uh, 2020. 2020. Yeah. You need to cut that out. Um, but so let me talk about what I like. I liked. I thought that the response to lap dance was great. Yeah, I did not expect lap dance to get. You could meet NERD. That is right up that Coachella's crowd. That is right up their alley. I was not expecting that. White people love NERD. Mm. Um, she wants to move was an interesting. You know, I like that record. I don't know if I would have played that record. Mm. Um, but um, uh, I was really surprised at how many people like the the Major Laser record. I like the Major Laser record. It's cool. It works live. It does work live. That was my first time hearing. I remember talking about it or bringing it to the show's attention when we reviewed Girl, and right. we hadn't heard it, and still hadn't heard it. But then I was like, "Oh, there's the Major Laser song. Yeah, it does sound good live. It doesn't fit in at all with Girl, which is why I understand why it's not there. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's it's a it's a harder record. Um, I think that's it as far as yeah. The, I think that's about it. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give him credit for bringing on all those guests, though. I mean, sure, people love that. Like he made it made it an event. He did. Um, but um, right. yeah, it was cool. It was cool. So we we gotta talk about this Nas. Session, uh, okay, that right? Um, yep. Let me let me pull it up. Yeah. Um, pull up selector. All right, I got it. So the so the deal is he's going around the country and he's doing basically Illmatic essentially in its entirety, right? Yep. Um, perform, you know, it's twenty years since Illmatic came out. Um, we both regard, and we, you know, we talked about this. I, I, you know, this was actually one of the Nas retro was one of our early retros. We mm-hmm. we, pro, we actually didn't spend enough time on Illmatic um, because we all just assumed that everybody knew it was one of the greatest albums ever, right? Right. Um, instead, we spent we spent a lot of time slandering. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> we should have so, celebrated Illmatic more. We should have. We um, should have. So, you know, this is not so. Unlike with Outcast, it's not like he's doing some like he's. This is not even his first time doing most of the set. I mean, he threw the Jay songs yeah. in because Jay was there. But um, 
you got to imagine most of the set is pretty much what he's been doing. Um, I mean, it doesn't hurt. He's basically doing the album start to finish. Um, what would you think of, uh, what you think of Nas's set? It was cool. Um, it was cool. It was good to hear some of those records. Like it was cool to see the response. I mean, God, I did not expect the crowd to erupt for represent like that. Represent sounds really good live. It does. That's the song that made me a Nas fan. Interesting. Yeah. For I me, it getting... was it was the world is yours. Mm. 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 And that's still that's still an incredible song, incredible song. So a couple things that were really interesting to me. Okay. Um Nas had trouble with his old flow. He's just older, man. Again, continuing my award winning, soon to be award winning theory that old rappers can't flow like they used to. Um <laughs> But he's an example I mean, of somebody uh, who's actually he's still relatively in the pocket. But right. ninety four Nas is a different level. Oh sure, absolutely. Like just the first song, New York State of Mind, I was like, oh, he can't keep up. Yeah. Um. I you know I thought it was really interesting. I thought the crowd response to Jay coming out was actually a little underwhelming, and I realized why. Because he did. They didn't make it a thing. Because they don't know those records. Mm. that crowd dead presidents too and where i'm from mm. i know interesting if they would have made it a thing people would have had a different reaction to that but because go ahead no but like you know you got jay up there doing where i'm from like that's not that's not the right venue for like you do that at governor's ball yeah in new york absolutely right but coachella I thought they were all kind of like, wait, is that Jay-Z? <laughs> that's, that's, and then same with Hate Me Now and Puff. Like, he didn't say, ladies and gentlemen, Jay-Z, or ladies and gentlemen, Puff Dad. Like, that didn't happen until the song was over. Right. And if the people aren't familiar with it, like, they're just like, wait, who's this guy rapping? Oh, is that Jay? And then you kind of, you know, people who know the song in the crowd are like, yo, that's Jay-Z. And then it spreads because they, they didn't really catch on to Jay-Z until maybe three or four bars in the dead presidents. I, I kind of wish like when Puff did hate me now, he did the hook. I kind of wanted him to do the ad libs. Oh, absolutely. Like they, <laughs> it would have been way better if they would have had a little distortion thing on his mic and he would have just been up there spitting game. Yeah. Like that would have been amazing. Like he a was real, in, he like was a, pu- he like was a in puff daddy mode. Oh, though. he, he thinks he's puff daddy now. Yeah. He wasn't in like, you know, like angry, my downfall, you know, nobody till somebody kills you. He was, you know, put your arms in the crisp. air, waving yeah. like you don't care. <laughs> leather, leather baseball jersey, can't nobody hold me down, Puff. That's that's who that was, right. and that's who that's been. That that's big homie. That's all that stuff. What did you? Uh, oh, big homie, such a bad record. Yeah. What is he thinking? Hey, this is why you hang you hanging out with French and Ross. What do you want Puff to do right now? I want him to do what he did. For American Gangster. Yeah. That's what I want Puff to do. Yeah. Make a vanity record. Because we don't want... Like, look, if you want to go be Puff the Trap Star, like, nah. Like, come on. Yeah, I could see, I could just see him making just the most gaudiest... Make it gaudy. Yeah. I or even if that. you want to make it more up to date, you g- just be like, all right, Justice League. I know, Justice you, League. I know your stuff costs a lot of money. Come Yo. on in. Bring them in. We're going to do we're going to do luxury rap 2014. If you bring in Justice League and link them up with the Hitman, are you serious? 
like he could do you know we could have uh puff doing puff stuff but like puff wants to be a third rate trap star i'm cool yeah dang he wants to be a coke boy no oh you add (laughs) justice league sean c and l are you serious man look man oh you just ruined my night Just the thought of that was just already a hip-hop album of the year. Just production alone. I mean, except think. it's Puff. Just get, get some Ghost Riders. Get some Ghost Riders. Or just do like the old Puff albums. Just do PE 2000 and just and just get a bunch of guest rappers on it. We're not going to talk about PE 2000. We don't, we don't need or to go for, there. Forever. I'll say forever. That was the name of the album, right? Forever. So, you know, Journey Through the Life. Get four or five rappers on a song. Do that. Who's not gonna who's gonna say no to a, a doing a verse on a puff album? Right. Right. You know? I don't know. But you know, back to Nas. Um Do you want to talk about the teleprompter? <laughs> um, I'll say this in Nas's defense. Okay. He's notorious for forgetting his lines in concerts. And well, I don't know if that's really his defense, but okay. No, 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 no. He's notorious for forgetting him, but if a teleprompter is going to help him, mm. then do it. All right, then do it. I, I mean, what, you know what I'm saying? If, if listening to, because shoot, I forget rhymes all the time. If that's going to help you, then do it. I, it it's not, it's not going to kill me. My only thing, the only time the teleprompter was bad was the fact that you do one mic sitting down and you rap like four bars per verse. Right. And now is that because you forget the lines or is that because like your your theory of he's just not that rapper anymore? First of all, I hated that he closed with one mic. I do too. I think it's actually an overrated Nas record. It is. Um, but what do you close with? And it's made you look an underrated Nas record? It pops off live, but I think it's, I don't know. I always thought it was cool, but not great. Okay. You're right. The problem is I don't know what Nas record to close with. Big girl. You're a big girl. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I guess you kind of have to. I mean, that it was a it was a big Nas record. You know, is it a great Nas record? Not at all. But is that the record that you close with? Uh, I mean, I get it. At least you didn't close with "Got Yourself a Gun." Um, yeah, that record didn't age well. Oh man! I'm I mean, I would want him to close with like Nas's like, but you know that ain't happening. He didn't do Nas's like, or or heck, I don't know. I ruled the world, or you know, actually, he uh, could have closed with "If I Ruled the World." Yeah, he could have. He surely could have, and got. God, I mean, who was there? Solange was there. Like he could have, he could have just grabbed somebody, right, and had them sing uh, Lauren's part. I'm looking through right now. You know. uh Who's there that we could have got? I guess Ellie Goulding, maybe? I mean, Beyonce so, was there, obviously. Yeah, she wasn't going to say that. Um, oh, Fatboy Slim was there? That's interesting. <laughs> you, you, okay. you sound like somebody going through a, a dinner menu. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that sounds interesting. Let me keep going down the list here. <laughs> okay, no. Oh, well, I mean, Janae was there, but I mean... I don't know if Janae works. Nah, not for that records. Yeah, um, yeah, she turned into like some depressing song about 
some guy cheating. Well, just just let the sample go. You know, just I mean, let or let, let the let crowd the, let sing the, it. Right. Uh, see, night thinking like a rapper. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he could have. He totally should have closed with the five rule of the world. Good, good point. Um. Let me say this one thing about the teleprompter. It's not like him performing Illmatic in it. First of all, it, you, you, could, you could be a real pain in the butt and be like, look, he's a professional. He should know it. Things happen. This record's from 20 years ago. My problem is, is he's been going around the country performing this very set list. This isn't Andre. Who This is the first show back. Like He's been doing this. The whole point of this is the 20th anniversary of, of this album. You would hope that if he knows records to any songs, it's The World Is Yours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was my only issue with it. It's like, really? You're still forgetting this? You know. I don't know. It's it's not know. it's not like he's going around and he's doing like he's doing all these like, you know, club and medium sized shows and he's switching up the set list to keep it fresh. Like he's doing this same group of songs <laughs> all year. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, let me talk about what I loved. I love that they opened up the world of zeros with the original piano sample. Yeah, I love that they did a lot of that anyway. Um, yeah, with uh, it ain't hard to tell yeah. too, right? Yep. Um, I wish they would have skipped one time for your mind, but we all know how I feel about that. Um, yep. Yeah, I made you look. You know, people love that live. I love the different like beats they threw in there. That really worked. Um. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was good. It was it was a very professional show. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, it was a professional show. I All get right. that. I get that. Um is that it for Coachella? Anybody else perform you want to talk about? Nah. Um, um looking you, at who's next week. Same stuff. It's the same it's the same list exactly. The exact same list. They didn't stream uh, Lana Del Rey set, which I was disappointed in. Oh. Uh, well, because I'm not about to go see her live. It's going to be me, my wife, and 5,000 16-year-old girls. I'm, no. No, man. And it should give you blankets and pillows upon entry. Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to see her live. want to see what I would have been getting myself into. Um, I should have watched the Arcade Fire set live. I bet you I can go back and watch that. Uh, yeah, they're all they're all on YouTube. Good, except for Alana. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, I think hey, that's about it. We talked about ASAP. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about your man Childish. Yeah, yeah. We'll wrap up with this. This is gonna be a. We thought this was gonna be a fifteen minute episode. Here we are creeping on an hour. Um, creeping on to come up. <laughs> so your man Chance, your man Donald. Mm. So he leaves. What was the name of the show? Community. Community. So he leaves community, guaranteed TV money, a successful show, right? Right. To do this rap thing. Mm -hmm. Drops an album because the internet gets critical acclaim, sells well um, as an indie artist. And I guess he dropped the video today and things didn't go the way that they were supposed to go. And I guess they haven't been for a while. And he's on Twitter airing out his frustrations and he wants to be, you know, bought out of his, which is safe to say that this contract is a 360 deal, correct? Uh, that's a good question. You know, I don't really know that. Um, that's, 
What what wait, what label is he signed to? He signed to some indie I forgot the name of it. Some indie label that I've never heard of. Glassnote? But that's a that's a division of Island. Okay. Um Yeah, that's interesting. Um So So, so basically he's not happy with how they handled it. Um there you know, he was promised a lot of things. Apparently, he feels the label didn't feel didn't live up to that. Um, he's like, I don't like record companies, but I'm not having another project go through this. Um, hmm. So, I'm I'm always pretty critical on the show when artists in 2014 are like, "Oh, my label messed up," because, right. um, you know, I, and I generally feel like that. But you know what really made me um, think twice was was hearing about Young Thug. Remember that article? Yeah, fair, really interesting article. That basically details the, the many ways in which his situation is screwed up. Yeah. And I realized that for, you know, we, we kind of forget, I kind of forget that, you know, it's not, for some of these guys, it's not just a story. Like, they're really, they're really in, in coming from the street. They're really coming from nothing. Right? And so... They get they get that first offer of twenty or thirty thousand, and they're taking it because they don't have that, right? We expect right. them to make decisions with good advice. It's almost like athletes in a way sometimes, right? Often it's the same group of people who are trying to prey on 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 basically it's, you know typically it's young men. It's typically young African American men who don't have enough guidance, right? They don't have they don't have the advisor sentence. But like you look at them, you're like, oh, that dude's got a record I hear on the radio. He must have a crew of you know, lawyers and whatever else around them. Sometimes not. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so that reading that article really made me sort of, you know, made me rethink and like, but I don't know if Donald Glover is one of those situations. Right. This guy was already a star on television, making money. He, he clearly understands record labels, but he wanted to be a rapper. Like, so I'm not, I don't, I don't, you know, we shouldn't necessarily cut him the same degree of slack that you might cut somebody like young thug. Yep. Right. I agree. Um, but what's interesting is he seems to understand that he needs a record label or he thinks he needs a record label. He just thinks that he can choose a lesser devil. Mm. Um, I don't know. This I, I don't, I don't think if, I, I don't think if Donald Glover will ever be happy with any record label, you know, he should just be a Tumblr rapper. You know what, though? When you sell 90000 first week in this market, that means labels are going to come hollering. That means, you're more, and, that means you're more than a Tumblr rapper. And, that was, and, and that's me calling him a Tumblr rapper. That's not, that's not slanderous at all. Ironically, in 2014, that wasn't a just go be a Tumblr rapper. And he said that in his Twitter rant, you know, he was like Def Jam and a few of the later labels you know, reached out and he wants those people to reach back out to him. Um, but what I mean by a Tumblr rapper is just, you know, stay in your corner and focus on your, on your fan base because they obviously support you. Anybody who I know who is a Donald Glover fan is like an extreme Donald Glover fan. It's not. And why are we calling him Donald Glover and not Childish Gambino? I just notice that. Um, <laughs> because you know, his Twitter name is at Donald Glover. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, like, his fan base is really hardcore. So, you know, focus, focus on them and, 
you know, don't do the Bootsy thing. What happened to him? He just had his first show this week. He's been out of jail for, what, a month? Yeah. Oh, you should have been out the, the week that weekend. You should have had a show lined up. Mm. Should have had a mixed. You talking all the stuff. We got pictures of you on Instagram. Drop, drop some records. Where are these records at? Mm. The, the, the Bootsy train might have, that hype train might have took off already. From the people who were just halfway interested. Like, oh, he got out of jail. I remember Twitter was like in an uproar. Who cares now? I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about that. He he still has a period. Of, like he still has to drop that first big record. People will c- cut him some slack until then. Yeah. But I mean, back so back to childish. Like, I mean, do you sympathize with him at all? I sympathize with anybody as an artist who, you know, wants to do one thing, especially, you know, if a label promises you one thing, if, you know, I mean, God, at the end of the day, it's, we could talk labels and politics at the end of the day, we're all men, we're all human beings. So it's like, if you, if you give me your word and you say you're going to do something and if you don't do it, you don't let me know beforehand, like, Hey, look, yada, yada, as opposed to straight up looking me in my eyes, shaking my hand and saying, I'm going to do something. And then you do the complete opposite intentionally I'm always going to sympathize with somebody who trusts you and then you do the, 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 the complete opposite intentionally. So I sympathize with him on that level. Um, you know, I don't know. Do you do the Azalea Banks thing and just tweet every time your label pisses you off? Like, what do you do? I, I, I don't know how Donald would have handled that, but I'm one of the people who doesn't think that he needs a label. But like you said, he does. You, he thinks he does. Right. Um. Yeah, that's interesting, right? I mean, because he could conceivably get back on TV whenever he wanted. Absolutely. So how come he can't? How come he just can't do both? He really wants to spend a lot of time doing music. Do both. TV takes do, up a lot of time. Take take that community money, fund it into your give give it to some people. Give hire a team independently and. Make an album in your in your off time when you're not filming community. I get it. TV takes up a lot of time, sure, but that, man, there's options, dog. <laughs> there's options. There's levels. Well, there's levels. Well, let me ask you this: Do you think the fans care at all about when their favorite rappers complain about this stuff? Do you think they like getting a little behind the scenes, or do you think they just want them to shut up? I think it's both. Mm. I think both. It, it depends. Both, you know, that you have your sympathizers who don't want anything bad to happen to you. Right. And then you have your, you know, shut up and rap guys. You know what I'm saying? So you, you have both. You're both. Um, something else I want to, are we done talking about? Childish? Yeah, I think that's all, that's all I want to say about Childish. What else you got? Real quick. Um, mm. Nicki Minaj. Who? No, I'm uh, just kidding. Um, <laughs> It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. So she's dropped like four records, three or four records. Really? Yeah. Where? Um, Around. (laughs) I mean, she just put out the Chirac record with Lil Herb, I think. I I thought you meant like real records. No. Hold on. Let me me finish. She's put out four records. She is obvious. She's doing more hippity hop, which is what we talked about earlier when the looking record came out. 
She's she's jumping on, you know, Danny Glover. She dropped on the boss the boss chick record, um, you know, doing the YG remix. Um, she's going for a more toned down look. I personally think she looks great without all the, you know, somebody said she dressed like Krusty the Clown. <laughs> um, but since she's toned down, I think she looks amazing. But these records are these records like, let's hope something catches on. You know, like, is the album, I'm just asking for your opinion, is right. the album is the album done? And they want something to kind of connect so that they, they have a record in the tuck that they can really push out. Is this record going to be pop? Like, have you been looking at what Nicki's been doing? And if so, where do you think she's going? I don't think she has the, an, either the single or enough of the singles. I imagine the bulk of the album's probably done. But much like always happens with rap. They want the one big single. Yeah. So in order to keep things going, you you, you sort of make sure that you're not forgotten. Yeah. Right? Um, you, you had the record, you know, produced and co-written by Detail off the, uh, was it Looking? With, off of, um, yeah, I wonder why that record didn't hit harder. It's a cool record, but it's not an amazing it, record. I mean, is it is it too explicit? To get played on the radio, have well, you heard the radio version? No, I mean, I they, I mean, they decided of all things, they're like, oh, our radio song is going to be trophies off of that compilation. <laughs> <laughs> and the Young Money brand, while obviously you still got Drake, Wayne, and Nicki, they aren't seen as being like all three together like they were, say, three years ago. Yeah, right. So the Young Money brand doesn't mean the same thing. Absolutely. I agree. So, because sure, ideally, you'd have big singles from all three of those people, right? But they're not, Young Money's just not really in that space right now. So, I, I would imagine, I mean, look, they could just be sort of killing time or whatever, but I think if she had the singles, we would have a date for the album, right? I appreciate that at the very least. They don't have like a date and then they're just starting to put out these singles hoping something catches on. Right? Because we've seen that happen a lot. I mean, that's Ross is a great example of that, right? Let's just throw right. records out there and see which one catches. Right. But Nikki, we talked about this when we talked about when Looking leaked, first leaked out. She's a very particular kind of artist. Yeah. Where like, I feel like the barrier of entry for her and the label to be fully happy with, okay, this is my, these are my first two singles. Because I think that that barrier entry is really high because they feel like her, she has the potential to have huge singles. It's funny because wasn't wasn't Starships was an accidental single, right? I don't think that was accidental, was it? It was actually yeah. I, I believe the reason why I blew up was because Taylor Swift said something about it, right? Like I love this record. She posted some video of her rapping along to it, and it caught on like that. Because you know this is this is massive attack. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, and then they and then they saw the reaction, and then they put the single out. I don't know if Nicki necessarily like. I don't think so because Starships debuted at number nine on the Hot 100. Like it debuted. Yeah, but did it debut after the Taylor Swift thing? When Taylor Swift did it, when Taylor Swift did that video, was it because? It was an album cut, and she just so happened to have the album because Nicki Minaj was the thing. No, Starships to... was the first. That was the first single. No, it wasn't. You sure? Wiki that. 
I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, because yeah, Massive, fr- Massive Attack doesn't count. No, no, so, no. Starships was off of Pink Friday Roman Reloaded. Was it? Yeah. So then what record am I thinking of? You're thinking of Your Love. No, I'm not thinking of Your Love. I know I'm not thinking of Your Love. That record That's is old. And terrible. Uh, yeah, you're, I mean, I know you're thinking of Massive Attack, but nothing happened. So I'm thinking of Super Bass. That's what I'm thinking. Super Bass did really well. And that's what I'm saying. Like, right. S- Super Bass was an accident. Like, I don't Got know it. if they were planning to put that out as a single. So that's my bad. Not Starships. Right. Super right. Bass. I mean, Super Bass didn't come out until um, that was like really deep. You're right. That's deep on the album. Yeah. So I don't know, based off of, you know, you and I reviewing, you know, her albums and, you know, just watching her career. I don't know if she's she can intentionally make those poppy singles but everything about her screams pop right except her music because at her core she's a a freaking she's a queen's girl and she wants to rapidly rap she does which is why who they had her in the single who they had her in the studio with would be so critical right so who do you have in the sing? do you keep it with detail if 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 you think he's got anything resembling what he what he gave Beyonce in the stash, then yeah. Um, yeah. So that's so that's what she has to do. She has to put out. She doesn't have to put out like one of those you know stupid. I make faces, Nikki records. She needs to put out. She needs to take advantage of how dark and you know the the sound that Beyonce created with her album and go in that lane and it still have it be pop because at its core, if you listen to the Drunk and Love remix, that's a hard beat. Very hard. It beat is super hard. Like so, I said, like I said on the Beyonce, on the uh, on the on the Beyonce review, she put out a harder record than some of these rappers. Right. So Nicki could to- totally take advantage of that. So okay, I got you. I just wanted your opinion. All right. I'm looking at these singles. Good lord. Not a lot. Marilyn Monroe. I'm your leader. Oh, that was awful. That was right through me. Uh, did it on him. Oh. Right by my side. Moment for Life was probably her best single, right? Fly with Rihanna. The Boys. I can't say I've really ever lo- loved a Nicki single. Bees in the Trap. Pound the Alarm. I don't even know what Pound the Alarm is. Nah, I like Moment for Life. But only because it was, you know. I heard it on that commercial too many times. It was 5 a.m. in Toronto. What's that? It's 5 a.m. in Toronto. How do you I'm mean? sorry, not I'm sorry, nine AM in Dallas. Oh, okay. It's nine AM in Dallas. My bad. Yeah, definitely not five AM in Toronto. I was like, excuse me. I don't know, nine AM in Dallas. Um. All right. Anything else you uh, you want to talk about this week? I think we're good, bro. All right, hour fifteen. That's pretty good. Um, anything you want to plug? You got any shows coming up? No, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am going to rest this week. Um, got yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. We're gonna rest this week, but we not uh, we not resting. We resting, <laughs> but we not resting. Such a rapper thing, right? What, what's a resting. hybrid of resting and and grinding? I don't know if that. Um, <laughs> gresting. <laughs> and Grest- on that, uh, and on that note, um, nah, uh, I guess that's about it. Yeah. So thanks everybody for listening. Um, let us know what you think. Uh, let us know how you felt about uh, the sets you watched on Coachella. How you felt about Outcast. Um, how you feel about our my idea for a hypothetical St. Louis reunion tour? Admit it. You want to see. <laughs> and as always, thanks for listening. On, 
clockradiospeakers.com. And uh, what are you going to play on the radio this weekend? Uh, you do Outcast. I could do a couple episodes. I could do Outcast. I could do a Nas. I could do a Collision. I could do a. Um, I could. Well, we could replay the Pharrell one. I could. I could do a few episodes. That, actually, that's right. Yeah, I forgot to plug one more time that um, if you're listening to this, well, so it is the the week of the of, uh, April 14th. If you're listening this week, we're about to drop a a record with Collision um, Records uh, episode. Episode thing of record. See, I'm trying to get my rapper on now. Um, you are rapping on. <laughs> but uh, check that out along with all of our other episodes at clockradiospeakers.com. And we'll catch you all next week.